This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome back to Sorta Awesome and welcome back to the Extra Awesome series. This week's Extra Awesome is a solo show from me and it came from an idea and a question from one of our Superstar Awesomes. Our Superstar Awesomes are our Patreon supporters and Superstar Heather messaged me last week to ask me some questions about podcast production. She's interested in helping her clients to launch their own podcasts, and she had some questions about the logistics of what goes into making a podcast. She suggested I could maybe even put together a little episode on it that could serve as an awesome resource for anybody wanting to launch their own podcast. I told Heather I love the idea, and so that's what I'm going to talk about today in this very bite-sized episode of the Extra Awesome series. But before I get into that, I do want to give a big shout out to our superstar awesomes. If you're new to Sorta Awesome, or if you're not new and you just need a little reminder of what our Patreon is all about, let me give you a quick rundown. As of right now, we have one level of support and that's $5 a month. And with your monthly support, you get access to our entire backlist of podcast episodes that we have created exclusively for our superstar awesomes. There are literally hundreds of hours of episodes that you could binge when you become a superstar. Of course, we have a monthly feature called the Awesome Overflow, where I get to chat with one of the co-hosts or a sort of awesome regular about all the behind the scenes stuff that's been going on in our lives off microphone. I love the awesome overflow because it's like I get to go out for coffee and conversation with some of my favorite people in the world. We've also done series like the Sort of Taboo series. We have an ongoing series called Sort of Spicy. These are the topics that are a little too spicy for regular sort of awesome episodes, but they're things we feel like we got to talk about anyway. Some of them are more serious, like my sister's story of being in recovery. And some of them are just completely for fun, like when Rebecca and I did a sexy haul and shared what we bought and what we thought about it in a sort of spicy episode. Of course, you also get access to our Superstars Facebook group. This is a smaller version of the Sort of Awesome Hangout. We are more connected in there, have more in-depth conversations with each other. It's a really great place to go for deeper connection. My newest favorite Patreon perk is Superstar Texting. We love to hear from and have actual conversations with our superstars and texting really takes it to the next level. And here's how it works. You text a number and get all signed up and then occasionally you're going to get texts from me. 
Sometimes I might be sending you a link to whatever recipe we're making for dinner that night. I might send you a TikTok that I thought was hilarious. Or I might ask you what's good for watching and binging on TV these days. A very awesome thing about our texting setup is that you don't have to get all of the texts all of the time. It's totally customizable. So if you're really only interested in hearing, for example, books and reading recommendations and nothing else, we can set that up for you. And just to make it clear, this is not a group text with hundreds of people. This is just one-on-one conversation with me or someone on the Sorta Awesome team and you, just like you were texting a friend. In fact, you don't even have to wait for a text from me. You can text me your thoughts anytime. Over the summer, we had superstars who would text me pictures of themselves on summer vacation with their family. A ton of superstars love to send me TikToks that they thought were funny because they know TikTok is my love language right now. And sometimes superstars will send me episode ideas or give me thoughts and feedback on a current episode that they just listened to. Like I said, this is my very favorite Patreon perk because I love to have more and deeper conversation with some of my favorite awesomes on the planet. Again, you get all of these perks for $5 a month, and it's super easy to sign up at patreon.com slash Sorta Awesome. So again, a big shout out to our superstar awesomes who make the work of Sorta Awesome possible, especially series like Extra Awesome. Okay, like I said, in this little bite-sized Extra Awesome, I'm going to answer some of Heather's questions about the -the behind-the-scenes logistics of creating Sorta Awesome. As a reminder, I started Sorta Awesome back in 2015. It's now 2021, so I've learned a lot of things, made a ton of mistakes, and really picked up a lot of skills and learned so much in creating a podcast for six years. In her message to me, Heather said that she really loves and appreciates the sound quality of Sorta Awesome. I have to tell you that was one of the most important things to me when I first started creating Sorta Awesome. I wanted the listener experience to be top notch. Now, that's not always the case. Sometimes technology fails us. And believe me, nobody is cringing harder and more bothered by bad sound quality on Sorta Awesome than I am. But hey, sometimes it happens, especially in six years of creating a podcast that comes out at least once a week, now three times a week, there's going to be audio issues sometimes. And I just have to work on letting that go. But speaking of sound quality, that was one of the biggest questions that Heather had. She wanted to know what my favorite microphone is. I've used two microphones over the years in creating Sorta Awesome. For many, many years, I used a Blue Yeti. Blue Microphones is the company that makes it. Yeti is the model. A lot of podcasters use Blue Microphones, specifically the Yeti. It is a fantastic microphone, there is no doubt. However, I eventually moved away from the Yeti because I don't record in a proper recording studio. I just record in our bedroom. And the thing about the Yeti is it's so sensitive and picks up so many noises that I often found myself frustrated by the ambient noise in this room, in my environment that it was picking up. Again, I used that microphone for years. It is a brilliant, fantastic microphone. Would highly recommend, especially if you do have a recording environment where you can control the ambient noise around you like a recording studio. I have since switched over to an Audio-Technica microphone. These are the microphones that Kelly and Rebecca have been using from the beginning. My sister Emily records with an Audio-Technica. Right now I have the Audio-Technica or the AT2005, the AT2100 or some version along those lines is also great. The Audio-Technica microphones are usually at around the $100 price point, which is very accessible for getting your podcast up and running. So those two I would say are my favorite. There are lots on the market, of course. Those are the two that I have used the most, that I have the 
the most experience with and that I would say I really love. Now, Heather did ask about using a soundboard and a mixer. I have to tell you, we do not use that. Lots of people do use those to record into. However, on our team, we have always used USB microphones that plug directly into our laptops. Because I don't have an actual background in audio production, for me, this was the easiest way to get started without having to teach myself a whole other set of skills. By recording directly into my laptop, I have all of the audio files there waiting for me to edit and on Honestly, that's one decision I've never regretted. So definitely there is a path to go where you get a soundboard and a mixer and you do the audio production the, well, correct or technical way. However, I have to tell you, we have never done that on our end. Heather also asked, how do you record virtually? As you may know, many podcasts are recorded in recording studios. Many podcasts are recorded with the hosts in person talking to each other in a studio. We've never had that luxury here on Sorta Awesome. We are always recording virtually and recording remote. So here's a couple of the ways we do it. The most common way for us to do it has been we connect with each other on Skype. So I would, for example, call Rebecca via video on Skype. Then each of us record into our own laptops. We use an audio program called Audacity. So even if our Skype connection gets a little choppy, a little distorted, that's okay because I'm recording my track into Audacity and Rebecca's recording her track into Audacity. When we're done recording, Rebecca then would take her file from Audacity and upload it to Dropbox where I then download it and we can go into editing from there. Now, obviously, when you're recording remote, you can't ask every person that you're recording with to download software like Audacity and figure out how to use it. If you have an interview show and you're talking to different people every week, that's not going to be a workable solution. And so what we have found is a great way to record remote is also just using Zoom, especially in this post-pandemic or ongoing pandemic era where most people who have never used Zoom before now have a pretty good understanding of how Zoom works works, we have found that recording remote through Zoom is really helpful. On the host end, you can just hit record, the files save to your computer or wherever you want to save them. And Zoom does the hard work of stripping the audio out of the recording for you. We've tried a couple of different recording softwares, some that are more online and browser-based. We've had varying degrees of success with those. I finally have just realized that for the most part, when I'm recording with somebody who's not one of our sort of awesome regulars, just recording on Zoom works just fine. Audacity is also the software that I have used from the beginning to edit Sort of Awesome. Audacity is free and it's a super powerful editing software. I edit just regular conversations like this or like the regular Sort of Awesome episodes in there. Back in 2016, when I created the Lebanon series, that was a much more complicated audio production involving bringing in interviews and background music. I did all of them in Audacity. When Laura Tremaine and I worked together to create Smartest Person in the Room, I did all of the editing for that podcast, again, all in Audacity. And because I had no experience whatsoever in audio editing, I watched a ton 
of YouTube videos on how to use Audacity. It's actually pretty easy once you get the hang of it. But between YouTube and Google, I was able to piece together the information to figure out how Audacity works. Now, I will say that several years ago, I did decide to hire out editing for the Friday episodes of Sorta Awesome. I actually do love editing audio, but it had gotten to the point where it was taking so much time and kind of zapping my creative juices. And so years ago, I hired a production company called Bear Beat Productions. They have been our go-to editors since 2018 at least, maybe 2017. We've been working together for a long time. There are definitely pros and cons to hiring out your editing or doing it yourself. For me personally, I'm glad that I do know how to edit audio. I do all of the editing for all of our superstar episodes. I do all of the editing for Extra Awesomes and for the Monday shows with Kyle. I personally really like the reassurance it gives me that I know how to edit audio and I can do it anytime that I need to and I want to create a new podcast episode. However, editing does take a long time, especially if you're really nitpicky the way I am. I tend to edit out everything, including the sound of taking a breath. So I'm probably more nitpicky than most people would be when it comes to editing. And it's so it takes me a long time to do it. If you're not that picky, if you just want to make some basic changes to your audio, I would definitely suggest at least learning how and giving it a try yourself. Heather wondered if my equipment travels. Now, I can travel my current setup. It's a little clunky. I do have a handheld recorder that I took with me to Lebanon. It's from a company called Zoom. It's the H4N Pro. I did use it the entire time I was in Lebanon because it was so much easier to record handheld than having to lug a mic around to the very locations. However, I have to say this has been sitting in my drawer basically since I got back. I never use this because I just, I don't need a handheld recorder. If you are going to be recording remote out in the field, doing interviews outside of a studio or outside of your home base, this is a fantastic recorder. It's an industry standard for sure. I just never have to travel my equipment. And so I don't use mine very much. Heather also asked, how much time do you spend on each episode? And that's a really tricky question to answer. And it kind of depends. For interview-based episodes like we have in the Extra Awesome series, first of all, those episodes are shorter. And honestly, I do the work on the on the front end of thinking of questions to ask the guests. And I send those questions over to guests beforehand. But once we get on mic, it's really not that hard to record. And since they're shorter, they're not that hard to edit either. So total start to finish from agenda prepping and planning to recording to editing, I would say an extra awesome episode probably takes two hours. The Friday episodes of Sorta Awesome definitely take a lot longer. There's collaboration with the person I'll be talking with. We always prep an agenda. There's the actual recording. And when I was editing it myself, A 60-minute podcast would probably take me a minimum of two hours just to edit. Again, I'm very nitpicky. So I would say for a 60-minute episode of Sorta Awesome with a full agenda between collaboration, writing my notes, actually recording, and then, of course, there's the post-production work on the other end of the episode, writing show notes, all of those types of things. I would say on my end, it's about three hours give or take all in per Friday episode of Sorta Awesome. Now, 
It takes me about double the episode length of time to edit. And so if I were editing that episode of Sort of Awesome, an hour-long Friday episode, that would be an additional two hours for about five hours per one-hour Friday episode of Sort of Awesome. I'm not quite as nitpicky with our Monday episodes. Those are a little bit more casual, a little bit more laid back. But even still with writing and preparing an agenda... I would say it's a solid two to three hours of work for those as well. I would say it's a solid two hours of work for those as well. The time question is so subjective. It's really going to depend on how much pre-production work is going to go into each episode, how much editing time you're willing to spend on an episode, and how much work you create for yourself post-production wise in terms of creating show notes. This is just the podcast production part. Don't even get me started on the marketing part because that's a whole job in and of itself. Finally, Heather asked about where we host Sorta Awesome. So I will say that most people who are getting ready to launch a podcast should look at hosting with Libsyn, L-I-B-S-Y-N. They have incredibly flexible hosting plans, very affordable, and they are used to working with people who are beginners to podcasting. Their support team is amazing. I loved the time we spent at Libsyn. A few years ago, when we were part of the Wondery Network, they asked us to move over to Art19. We've been with Art19 ever since. I love Art19. It is not as cost-efficient as Libsyn is. So again, it kind of depends on what you're looking for and where you want to host your podcast. Those two I have worked with, I would say the support and back-end staff for each of those companies is fantastic. I highly recommend either of them. But if you're a beginner starting out and you're not going to monetize your podcast for a while, I would highly, highly recommend Libsyn. Once you have monetized your podcast, you have a lot more options. But again, they're going to be at a higher price point. For anybody getting ready to start a podcast, I think the most important thing that you can do in pre-planning is not just figure out your logistics, which are very important, especially if you're new to audio like I was but also spend a lot of time thinking about what you personally like and don't like in listening to podcasts. That's going to help you make a lot of these decisions. If you like podcasts that are very casual, that are pretty raw and not really edited, then your style of podcasting may reflect that. If you prefer podcasts that are more polished, more put together, have a more highly produced sound, then that's going to determine what kind of podcast you create. There are so many innovations in the podcast industry right now. And podcasting, as we all know, is a fantastic way to reach the people that you want to connect with, whether it's for a business reason, a ministry reason, a personal reason. Podcasting is such an intimate form of connection between the creator and the listener, but it definitely takes a lot of time and energy. So if you are thinking about starting a podcast, that's something to bear in mind too. It can definitely be a labor of love or it can be a springboard that helps people get the message or for you to get the word out about a bigger business. Back in 2015, when we started Sort of Awesome, we still had to explain to people and teach people how do you listen to a podcast. Here we are six years later, and podcasts are very much a part of our cultural experience. So things have changed quite a bit. And because of that, there are a ton of resources online so that if you are interested in starting a podcast, there's no shortage of help at your fingertips to help you get going. So again, Heather, thank you so much for this question. It was so great to sit down and think about what are the logistics of putting a podcast 
podcast together? What are the things to think about in terms of time, energy, effort, all of those things? I hope this has been helpful for you, Heather, and for anyone else who is listening and for anyone else who has kind of been bitten by that podcast bug. Don't forget, we'd love to have you connect with our sort of awesome community. And you can do that in a couple of places, most notably over on Instagram at sort of awesome show and definitely come find us in our sort of awesome hangout group on Facebook. It's the heart of our community and we would love to have you over there. We're at facebook.com slash group slash sort of awesome hangout. And don't forget if you're ready to become a superstar, this is a great time to do it. Patreon.com slash sort of awesome. Thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see y'all next time. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.